The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. Well, today we're broadcasting from our studios as we usually do, but the difference is we're in a conference. They fired the first shot, 2012, How To New Communities Conference. And of course, people will be joining us from all across the land or are joining us across the country. We did a show live with Chris Ann earlier this morning. She broadcast, brought people to stream her, and she has a radio show down in Tallahassee, Tallahassee, Florida. We have Sheriff Mack with us from Arizona. Is he still in Arizona? Or is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Arizona. And we have Frank with us in the studio this time. Morning, Frank. Good morning. It's and, great to be here. And of course, Joan is here. But this is exciting because this this conference is something that is unique in the sense that People here feel like they can really do something to redirect our nation. We don't have to sit there and look at Congress and see what they're doing and what they give us, and we've got to vote no and lobby them all this effort that we're having to expend to stop the protection of the Second Amendment and so forth. While some of that has an effect, now particularly this 
whole walk we have with this conference is to empower the individual, which is really what our lady's coming to show us. Power does not rest in the president. His power is from us. When we recognize that, and he holds that office because of us, and we realize we don't have to go to him for our daily needs, our needs next month or next year, then we can take control of our lives and form our own little republic at our homestead. And that's what High 2 New Communities is about. That's the result that they fired the first shot. And everywhere people are feeling empowered, that everything that happens to them is not somebody else's fault, that they're looking instead that what happens to me is my fault. And of course, we have a culture that we've inherited with so many errors that people can say, it's your fault. And we've got a fault society that nobody can take responsibility for their own difficulties that they find themselves in. And that's one of the painful things that our lady shows us. As we read her messages, the more we read them, what we complain about, what we gripe about, we've birthed. You can't sit there and say abortion is what it is today without our help. If we live convictedly, if we live holy, if we live like saints, this would not prevail in society. We're being prevailed over. We lose and we lose and we lose. Why? Our sins. So that's the first premise we have to come up. The first principle we need to understand why we are what we are today. Why our nation has fallen and why we're in danger. The how-to community, new communities conference here, based in the principles and spouse and they fired the first shot in 2012 really is bringing together people that are connected and saying, I'm willing to do something. I'm willing to change my life. I'm willing to pray. I'm willing to get in programs. I'm willing to do all these things. And I'm willing to die for my faith, for my God, for my country, for my family. Now, see, we've gone through decades of just entertainment and pleasure. We don't even start to contemplate. Would I give my life, as Christ did, that others may live? Will I give my life for liberty, that others may live and continue in liberty? Not from man, from God. Unalienable. Inalienable, the revisionists are saying what our rights are from the Constitution. Inalienable? Inalienable comes from man. Unalienable comes from God. Real, real important revisionism. Don't buy into it. If you haven't read They've Read the First Shot... You have to have it. It's not an option. If you have read it, be rereading it. And for those who have read it, all of you become advocates. Many people have given away 10, 15 cases. People keep it with them. It becomes their cause because they finally have a solution other than the managed damage control who we resist, the anti-gods, who offers us one thing, the vote. Well, it's 2014, it's 2016. Forget it. They control that now. It's no longer really a source to go to to change things. As I said, peace will not come through the presidents. You hold the power. The power they hold is from you. That means if we withhold it, they're a paper tiger. Air Force One, all these things, that's ours. And we need to take it back. We need to take it back through morals, 
through morality, to live in the statutes of God. Once we do that, we realize all the lawsuits, all the blame things, everybody else's fault goes and fades away. This comes from author Gary Smith, who wrote an article entitled Responsibility in the Magazine Alabama Living. When I was growing up in the 1960s in North Mississippi, we were taught to be responsible for our actions. If I had trouble with a teacher in school, I was whipped at home, regardless of who was to blame. Today, it seems that neither children nor parents are responsible for anything bad that happens at school or for their education. When I talk to teachers, it's the parents' fault. It's always someone else's fault. It's not just our schools. If we broke someone else's property, we replaced it. Today, someone would be more likely to blame you for leaving it where they could break it, and most often, not even offer to replace it. It's always somebody else's fault. The concept of, it's not my fault, so I don't have to deal with it, is infuriating. As I consider what happened to our standards of responsibility, it seems an environment of government dependence and entitlement is to blame for much of the change. After all, it couldn't be our fault. Just last night, I asked a taxi driver, a recent immigrant from Nigeria, what he thought about the United States. He said that Americans depend upon the government for too much, both the rich and the poor. Italy intrigues me. Italian history is a legacy of greatness, dominance, and conquest. The Roman Empire was the breeding ground for much of the world's culture. Roman history is the story of driven people doing what was necessary, taking responsibility, and not assigning blame for the damage. I doubt if Roman legions thought about fault as they conquered the world. I doubt they even counted the bodies. But people and civilizations change. And Italy changed. In 2009, six Italian scientists and a government official were convicted of manslaughter for the deaths of more than 300 people. They were not killed by a scientific experiment gone awry or a targeted murder, but by an earthquake. They were convicted of failing to accurately predict the earthquake. The earthquake near the town of L'Aquila followed a series of 400 smaller tremors over the course of four months. The seven defendants predicted the tremors had released seismic pressure and that a major earthquake was unlikely in the short term. The experts were wrong, and L'Aquila, severely damaged by earthquakes four times before, was again struck and people were killed. Of course, the deaths could not be the residents' fault for remaining in an area known for devastating earthquakes and had over 400 recent tremors. It had to be someone else's fault. A progressive socialist Italian government system wouldn't have it any other way. It had to be the fault of those predicting earthquakes. The convictions will not make earthquake prediction more accurate in Italy. In fact, it should have the opposite effect. I would be hesitant to predict anything in Italy. What about us? It strikes me that our culture is moving in the direction of Italy's. Anything that goes wrong must be someone else's fault. Did you lose money in the Great Recession? It must have been the fault of unscrupulous investment brokers and bankers. Our progressive government is prosecuting some of them for failing to disclose the risks of investing in stock market and is imposing laws and regulations that make financial forecasting more complicated and difficult. 
Some deserve to be prosecuted, but not for a failure to predict the recession or that an investment would decline in value. Did your business lose money? Or did your property depreciate in value during the time period of the Gulf oil spill? You don't have to prove damages. The government will ensure you are compensated for your losses. It wasn't your fault. Politicians were on television and told us so. I suspect my Nigerian driver was right. We rely too much on an increasingly progressive government to make up for our mistakes and shortcomings. We are no longer responsible for things that go wrong. If I'm wrong or if I hurt your feelings, it's not my fault. And this is the merry-go-round we're on. As soon as I heard of the Boston bombing, the first thing I thought is my sins. That's the first place to go. It may be too fresh to bring these things up. But truth is always lacerating. We have to ask ourselves, what's come out of Boston? What are some of the things that's happened there? Does that mean every city that's sinned there's going to be something like this happening? I'm not advocating or saying that. What I'm saying is we have to look at ourselves and why we have people who can do such heinous things in our culture. Yes, we had John Dillinger. We had Al Capone. We had gangsters in the past. But generally speaking, they had sense in even what they were killing. John Dillinger would kill bankers. Butch Cassidy and all this, all these things, they had that aspect. But there was a motivation for money. This is no motivation. The causes are without common sense as to winning their cause. The senseless maiming. But the underlying current to these things, we have to ask, what is that about? Why is that happening? It's because we don't take responsibility for a safer, saner culture. And he's come to teach us these things. Don't point fingers. Don't say how bad this guy is. You can say that. You can think that. And he is. And he should be put to the death chair, whoever it is. But go past that. Go beyond it. Why? Why are we facing these kinds of things? And so we have unscrupulous bankers being blamed on the investment things. That's, you're crazy for putting your money there. My investment for my way of life was land. Building my homestead, paying for it, not going to the bank. So what do we have in front of us? Nobody else to blame when we think that way. And when you lose $300,000 of your 401k, you can blame the bankers. Fight to get your money back. Fight back now through holiness, living God's statutes. We have crazy things going on with silver right now. Things we haven't seen in, what, 50 years, I think Frank was telling me yesterday. So, why is all this, and what is it? Well, we said last week that the markets are blatantly manipulated, and everyone knows this. You have the Dow at all-time highs, and you have silver and copper, these important industrial metals, at over two-year lows, making new lows. And so, uh, this should tell anyone that if the industrial metals aren't in demand... There's no real recovery. And so what's concerning is, is, is do, do we psychologically, in order to hold this system up, need the Dow high? And do we need to uh, suppress gold and silver to this great extent 
just so so things can go on. And uh, so analysts are telling us that this is that the setup in silver looks like 1979. And I'll try to explain to you what they're saying. For our purpose, and when you mention land, the Bible tells us that there's a rider on a dark horse with a balance. They they weigh in. They they can move the market in any direction they want to because of the power that the money changers have. And the cause of that is uh, a quart of wheat for a denarius, three quarts of barley for a denarius, which is a tenth of ounce of silver. It's a man's wage for the day. So this is what's going to happen with this manipulation. This is what's going to happen when corn and wheat and all these things can be speculated. And why analysts are telling us that particularly in silver, this looks like the setup of 1979 when silver went from 5 to $50 in a few months is that the sell side, or in the markets they call it a short sale, where the price of silver is determined, anytime someone buys, someone else has to sell short. That's a net zero game. Everyone that makes money, someone else has to lose money. Well, this sell side or short position is going to weaker hands. It's going to managed money and small speculators. But particularly the large speculators that manage money, they've taken on 100 million additional ounces from January. And they have a larger position than they've ever had. The, these, this small category of speculators have over 300 million ounces short at the last uh, commitment of traders report. And we don't even know yet what happened this week. So uh, this is a setup. There are physical things happening. Comex has no silver to deliver. If if so explain what Comex is for people who don't know what that. Well, means. this is where where the price is determined in the futures market. There are some real bona fide hedgers that will use the market if they're a miner and they're going to sell silver later. They might want to sell it now because they like the price, and that's what the market is. So there has to be some silver for delivery. If someone wants to use that market for delivery, there has to be silver there, and there there is no silver. So when the in in the inventories get lower and lower, and so when the uh, CFT chairman's asked, well, what happens if two percent of the contracts want to take delivery? Well, he says they never do. But what if they do? Well, they never do, and it, it's not a good enough answer. There there is there's nothing that can happen but a default. If five percent or ten percent actually want the physical silver, and so when you have three hundred million ounces naked short, it means that you've sold three hundred ounces that you don't have. It's like you borrowed three hundred ounces of silver and sold them. Then, it, it, the commercials can handle this, or the manipulators can handle this size position. But when it gets over to these smaller interests. This is what's going to cause silver to go up. And it, it's going to take several months for this to unwind. And the the commercials or the manipulators are buying here. So they're certainly not going to let these guys out of... The, nobody's going to sell to them. Or uh, when they want to buy back the short position, it's going to be much higher. And the the footprints are there. This happens over and over again. 
And so the manipulators are able to paint the chart. The small money's selling it lower. And then as soon as they try to buy and cover, then it, uh, they're, they're going to be met with a lot of competition. It'll mm -hmm. take a long time to unwind. And what the analysts are saying is this is going to be like 1979 to 80, where it went from 5 to 50, or today it would be like going from 30 to 300. And, you know, we'll know, you know, in the future whether we're there now or not, but it's, it's, it's manipulation. So certainly you don't have to worry. Global Silver Investors in the Miraculous Metal Medjugorje round has sold more specialty rounds than anyone on earth. And because of the fruits of this mission, where I have the pleasure to be in the studio today, we know this comes from Our Lady. The fruits of the Miraculous Metal Medjugorje round, it comes from Our Lady. And if it comes from Our Lady, it's far more than, than we can possibly understand because Jesus came from Our Lady. We have uh, something that just happened this past week that with the physical shortage of silver is already there is going to have a great impact on that also. You want to explain what happened with the mine? Yeah, among other things, there's so you have the, the shortage in physical inventory on the COMEX, and then we, we've already discussed in 1980 we had 2 billion ounces of silver. We have no inventories. so Present. Present inventories anywhere. So all this, the only place the silver could come from is mines. And then the, the second largest copper mine in the United States had an avalanche and it's closed. We get 10% of our silver there, 25% of our copper. And silver is always a byproduct. Or Well, the main, there's very few pure silver mines. Mostly silver comes from copper mines and gold mines and zinc. And that's because we've mined, mine. we've mined all known reserves out there. Per se, there's some in Peru. I think they're the largest silver producers in the, in the world. It's and so it's a byproduct. In other words, you couldn't mine it at the price it is right now. So what comes up for the copper? It's a byproduct, and they use that byproduct just like they would do something from whey from milk. And so it, it, that what that says is is rare, the rarity of it, and the price doesn't match that, which is not logic. Which also tells us the lie of suppression is suppressed, is manipulated, and it's a national security issue. J.P. Morgan does things they 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 are not doing legally. They cannot do this legally. And we've our government has allowed certain things in its past history for national security, and that's part of it. Because if you realized silver is a safe place to put your dollars, everybody would flood to it, and. When it ain't got to happen while your signal was released, what that did was cause a run on it. That's why there were 2% to 3% of the world's sales of um, of uh, one-ounce rounds uh, was a result of the book. Uh, when I wrote that, we put that out, and then when that came out, people ran on it. And so the suppression actually started after that. And it was going on at that time, but it really came on after that because it alerted and educated a lot of people, hey, don't keep your money in the banks. Cyprus is what's going to come to the rest of the world when it closed down the banks. That's going to come here some, sometime somewhere in the future. Do you want it to be there, your dollars in the bank account, which isn't there. As they said, they do averages. Nobody will ever go above 2% of wanting physical silver. That's how they base everything. The lie. But they don't realize that that's not factoring in a run or a panic. And you got a right to be panicking. But now be controlled in your panic. Go fast. 
there's some people always say, don't panic, don't panic. Well, let the edge of that panic be a motivation for you to act now, take your dollars and put it in something like land, which is the highest value you can get because you can eat from that. You can't eat off plates of silver. But silver can be a means of exchange as you hold your dollars in for safekeeping until you get to that. You can't get land, you can't get the place, the ideal place, or transfer everything instantly. But one thing, one thing you can do today is put everything you have in the Maracas Metal Medjugorje round. That safeguards at least for this period of time until you get there. Take advantage of this price. The, this price is not real. It uh, doesn't have to do with anything real. It's You're getting silver for paper. Take advantage of this. You can cost average in. It'll uh, bring the average of where you've uh, bought silver down. But what we're seeing in the commitment of traders is way more exaggerated than when we started you know talking about this on radio wave imaginomics from and it went from nine dollars to fifty to unwind that trade where the speculators were getting too heavy on the sell side it's way more this time analysts are saying this looks like what they call a bear trap which will be a short covering event that could cause silver to go and just go up out of control i don't know if we're there yet or not but take advantage of this price. It's a gift brought to us by the manipulators and the gold cartel or whatever you want to call them. And evil always works toward good for those who love God. Take advantage of what's happening with what they're doing by manipulation for your own good. And that's where our lady wants to lead us. She wants to lead us to this holiness. And again, your environment plays a big part in that. We don't build cathedrals. We don't build churches. We don't make beautiful statues. For the purpose of just making them, but rather to have an environment we can go into a holy environment. Your home should be that way. Your homestead should be that way. You feel different renting an apartment or buying a house that's mortgaged to the hilt than being on 10 acres and a little shack even paid for. You have freedom. You have liberty. And those are things our lady calls us back to, and it keeps you from sin. Because the bar today really is usury, and people don't even realize it. We've got a rampant sin prevailing everything that gives birth to even greater evils like what we just saw in Boston. You live holy, God will protect you. Will you die from an accident? You might. But it's your time rather than an unscheduled time. These things are unscheduled when we see the carnage we just saw. So everybody's going to die. Everybody 110 years ago that was alive is dead. We're not going to escape that. The question is, will you you die in God's time and his schedule and walk that life? Frank, your contact information? You can contact us uh, toll-free, 877-936-7686. Our email is globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com, and the website is globalsilverinvestors.com. We'll be speaking to you, and we'll probably put some things on the side about it. They fire the first shot, new communities conference. Pray for this. We'll be praying for you from here as you tune into that. But some wonderful things are happening. Everything's not doom and gloom. Our ladies come for a wonder of a springtime, a new beginning, a rebirth. And it's nice to be ahead of the curve with that. So again, get They Fire the First Shot 2012. If you haven't read it, Make yourself do so. You won't regret it. You'll only regret one thing when you finish the book is that you didn't read it a month ago 
And the month go, you didn't read it the month before that. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional.